Good morning. This is Ask Andy, a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can meet me or call me at 215-259-3687 or find me on the web at www.newworthlaw.com. So I wanted to talk to you today about slip and fall cases. These are sometimes um, more risky and more challenging than your typical car accident case. The first thing that you should know is the most important part of these cases is often recording what caused you to fall. Let's say you fall down, uh, you were tripped by a hole in the sidewalk or a pothole or ice or whatever it is. It will help your case value by 10,000% if you take a photograph of what caused you to fall. Now, most people haven't fallen down severely enough to hurt themselves, so they don't think about it. But, you know, you're carrying this amazing smartphone around with you. Take a picture. Take 10. Take 20. Sometimes the surroundings around you may not be significant to you, as a you know a person especially if you really hurt yourself but they're very important to me as your lawyer so what does that mean well you know if there's ice on the ground that caused you to fall in the winter time you know looking around at the surroundings of the area is very important so it matters to me whether the walkway you fell on was salted or not and you can see that sometimes in the pictures it matters to me if the place you fell actually had ice on it and we can photograph that ice maybe it's the only spot of ice on the whole sidewalk maybe the whole sidewalk's a sheet of ice but whatever it is if you take a picture usually you know me or any other lawyer can at least analyze it figure out what the best approach is to explain why you fell and see what the defense lawyers might say or the claim rep. So, first of all, photograph. Second of all, you know, call the police or call for an ambulance. Um, you know, sometimes there are surveillance cameras around in public areas, especially at commercial shopping centers or banks or other places where you might fall. Less so on sidewalks. I've pursued cases against uh, commercial you know, shopping malls. I've pursued cases against churches and against the city and against private homeowners for sidewalk problems against the city for potholes, etc. They each have their own sort of unique blend of, of issues. They're not particularly complicated, but they need analysis. And the, the best way to help is just by documenting what the conditions were like. So, You know, in Pennsylvania, we have this uh, hills and ridges doctrine is what the lawyers call it. But basically, you know, you can't sue someone if the snow is falling and you fall in the middle of the storm because we want to give the cleanup people a chance to actually clean up. We want to give the landlord a chance to clean up and we don't want to hold them liable for not going out in the middle of a snowstorm. Now, there are variations in that, just like everything else in in the law, but um, you know, hills and ridges is, is the first thing. You can't sue someone for not taking care of sidewalks in the middle of a snowstorm. But a lot of what you might not think about when you're the victim is, hey, why did that ice form exactly where it formed that caused me to fall? 
a lot of times, you know, it's really not pertinent to <laughs> to you. You were probably going to get your hair done or going to the Gap or doing something else. And you don't really have to stop and think about why is there ice there. But thinking about why there is ice there is very important to your case. So if there is, I had a case, you know, a year ago where a lady slipped and fell and destroyed her knee and needed a knee replacement. She slipped and fell on ice and the ice was on a commercial uh, shopping mall property. And, you know, it became clear during the course of discovery and in depositions, etc., that there was ice dripping off of a gutter that was causing, where there was water dripping off of a gutter that was causing ice to form when it was cold enough. And in the course of doing discovery, it turned out that there was a heating element, like a little wire to melt ice in the gutter that was causing the gutter to then drip water. Now, why is there a heating element in the gutter was the question. And the answer is, well, this gutter had a history of freezing. So what does that tell us? That tells us that someone must have put the heating element in there because they knew there was a problem with freezing of the gutter and, and frozen gutters generally let water run off and over them onto the ground below. So <laughs> all of that taking it together, you know, proved notice and notice is an important element in all of these cases. So you can't just say there's ice on the ground and someone fell. You got to have some, some notice or some duty by the landowner or the commercial property owner to investigate. So what's a duty? Well, you know, the law looks at it like this. If you're a commercial property owner and you're inviting people to come to your stores at your little mall like Suburban Square or wherever, you have an obligation to <clears throat> look and discover whether there are dangers to pedestrians. In the situation I was just discussing with the heating element, that person or that company knew that there was a problem with that gutter. They just weren't telling anyone, but internally they knew that there was a problem with that specific gutter. And, you know, ultimately that case settled for a nice amount for the client. And, you know, it all sort of worked out. But, you know, it's a little unusual that you find that element of knowledge. So that's the, the critical thing is, is showing foreknowledge by the landowner or property owner. Owners have an obligation to discover, uh, to look and find out. They can't just sit back and wait until someone falls and then say, oh, I never knew. They have an obligation to go out and discover. So what does that mean? You got to have a maintenance guy or you got to have a maintenance record or some sort of history of doing this. If you don't make any efforts, you know, that'll be held against you and you can't just sort of hide behind negligence. But those are the key things in getting your slip and fall case together. First, take pictures, not only of what caused you to fall, but everything around you. It's really hard to explain to the injured person, you know, how important that is. But look, if there's water dripping off the gutter onto the ground and freezing, that's something a lawyer would want to know. That might not really matter to you as the person who's hurt or has a, you know, torn ligaments in your knee. What the hell do you care? So, look, just take a lot of pictures. That's a good rule of thumb. I'll talk more about the intricacies of slip and fall cases in another podcast. Hope you have a good week. And that is Ask Andy for today. I'm Andrew Newworth, and I hold people accountable.